Recording in progress. Got it. Hello. Good morning. Good afternoon. Good evening. Good hello. Welcome back to Hashtag Uncensored. We've been away for a a couple weeks now. Yes. Um, You know, life happens. It's a whole pandemic. There's a lot of things going on, but nevertheless. Is there a pandemic? I was just going to say, is it still a pandemic? Is there still a pandemic? Yes, it is still a pandemic. I mean, it was it's, it the, it's the uh, it's the tail end of the pandemic. What do you? It how is, is it the tail end? What makes it the tail end? Oh, I don't know. Because <laughs> people are still going to the hospital. People are still dying every day. So, okay. Well, I mean, well, hey, hey, <laughs> happy days. <laughs> I thought we were, we were. I think I thought we were going to specifically try to stay away from it. We just dove right into it head first. You started it. You started no. it. Ah, well, we started. It's hashtag uncensored. It's Thursday, April the twenty eighth. At the time of this recording. And um, yours truly, Solitaire, of course, DJ Ready Fox, No Better Nina. Um, we are back at it. And uh, we had a couple of weeks off for various things that came up due to a couple life. of circumstances. We'll probably talk about it a little bit during during the show. Yeah, life. You know, but um, how are y'all doing? How have y'all been? Raptors lost. Raptors lost tonight. Uh, so no, no, it's no, like, no. oh. We were actually recording later because I requested that we record later because I did not want to miss the game. But yeah, yeah you know what? Totally. Raptors, you guys had an amazing season. Our yep. future looks stupid bright. Our team is young. This is the yep. first year of a new team with all these guys. First year, they're all playing together. And look mm-hmm. at what this, this out of all the Eastern Conference series, that one went the longest. Everyone else was 4-1 or 4 nothing, and ours went 4-2. And this team, Philadelphia, is supposed to be like a championship contending team or whatever. And we put the fear of God into them. So, mm-hmm. yo, future's bright. So, Raptors yeah. fans, hold your heads up. I don't give a fuck about what happens with the Leafs. Jays are going to be amazing. <laughs> Finally. Listen, hold on, hold on. Before you, hey, you celebrate the slander, Finally. Nina. Listen, I'm just not emotionally attached to the Leafs the way I used to be, but I still want are them to Are they even succeed. in the playoffs? Of course, Nina. Yes, they are. Don't be... See, you're slandering them already, Nina. <laughs> only Ready Fox... It just comes Reddy naturally. Fox, only Ready Fox can slander them because he knows the most about sports out of all of us. And so they've hurt me. Can... They've cut me the deepest. Out of yeah. all the sports teams, the Leafs have cut me the deepest. It's so, like a bad relationship. Yeah, never so that's it. why I keep them at arm's length and I, <laughs> I wish them well. But yeah, so the Raptors, that's that's how my week has been. So how, how has your week been, Nina? Um, My week has been good. I got to go back to the gym this week after my spinal injury. <laughs> I don't know if we talked about it on the podcast, but remember you guys, I was saying that I hurt my back deadlifting really bad. Right. So I found out I aggravated my disc in my spine. So it didn't herniate, but it Thanks, like... Michael. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Is Michael blowing it? Is Michael pretty... blowing it? Bro, Michael, I seen him at the gym when I went to go walk. I just went to walk last week, and he's like, oh, well, you should have done it properly. And I'm like, well, it's too late for that. (laughs) 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 Oh, (laughs) I'm joking. It's all love, Michael. But, yeah, so I got to exercise again, and it's good. My back is getting better. But that's basically it. I've been off work the last couple days. Use up some vacation days. Oh, nice, nice. I got to do that, too. And yeah, solitaire. Just, what about your week? 
Uh, it's been, it's been busy. It's been good. It's been bittersweet. It's my last week of, uh, my contract at Ryerson. So, um, it's been kind of winding down over there. And all the um, listeners right now are saying, what is he talking about Ryerson? Cause you've never really oh, brought it up until. Yeah, I don't think you ever that's did. True. That's true. <laughs> uh, yeah. So people are like, um, Ryerson, what is he talking about Ryerson? Well, uh, for the past, uh, <laughs> for the, since September, I was, I took an opportunity to work along with the staff as a production assistant at the creative school at Ryerson, now formally known as Ryerson University, right. and soon to be called the Toronto Metropolitan, Metropolitan University. University. What do you guys yeah, think about that name? I think it's cool. It's giving me New York City vibes. Yeah, I think it's, you know what, all it's, it's. For for how wrong it could have gone, I think it's pretty. It's a pretty solid, safe middle of the road choice. Yeah, and I think I think it'll be good. Yeah, yeah. This is like there's so any name change, isn't it? Toronto Polytechnic. Does that count as a name? Change? No, it was always Ryerson. I mean, it was just whoa, a, it was Toronto. A, wow. <laughs> yeah, Ryerson Polytechnic. <laughs> it was always Ryerson, but it was a polytechnical. I don't even know how to do polytechnic. Yeah, it was polytechnic because my dad went there when it was polytechnic whatever university yeah yeah it wasn't a university it was it only it became a university like later after on. yeah it's kind of i think it's like the middle that polytechnic i think is like the middle of college and university just the middle i don't know i don't know yeah well anyway right. uh that being said i i uh i for the last year and i kind of you know it was just an opportunity that came about and i i, I went into it with the experience of working with students even though a lot of it was virtual and then we eventually went back in person, but that was dope. Um, it was a great experience. Shouts out to all the Ryerson staff that um, uh, was a part of that. And uh, yeah, it's my last. So it was my last week. So just been winding down there. But other than that, it's been you know, been cool. Just uh, working on some new projects, some new music projects. You know, yeah, just preparing for for what's next. Yeah. Hmm. So. But yeah, so we're we're you know we're we're finally back together again, and we've got uh, we've got a you know maybe about an hour I guess of conversations. We've got a few things we want to touch on. We 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 promised that we didn't want to kind of rehash <laughs> the COVID pandemic, but we kind of launched into the show with that. But you know, it's 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 a lingering part of our lives. But did you guys? Oh, hear that? ready? Why don't you? Oh, what? What, that I got COVID? Is that what you want to talk about? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, it's true. The good, vid got good, me. Good. She, 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 she never be paused at the right time. She's like, oh, that's not my Maybe story he to doesn't talk. want to talk about it publicly. That's what her brain said to her, in the, but it was too late because she had already <laughs> shut started. Up, shut up, shut up. <laughs> it, was, yes. no, it was in time. It was in time because I didn't know she was talking about it. Oh, I knew either. exactly what she was, where she was going <laughs> there. But yeah, no, I got the vid. The vid got me. I stepped out my door and it slapped me across my face. You're a wildling nut. Yeah. You're a wildling Out of everybody now. who got it, we were surprised it was you. Yeah, and yeah. the thing is, though, is that Solitaire and I were in the same place where it was lurking and it didn't get him and nope. it got me. So And yeah. where our thought process is the booster so mm. now if you don't have a booster you're seen as a less than to me in solitaire everybody <laughs> you're weaker yeah, it's, it's, yeah. A, it's a pure class uh, a class system over here and you're Terrible. clearly ready ready's like middle class we're like upper class okay but luckily <laughs> for like me luckily for me at least it wasn't bad because again i am double vaxxed the way yeah. they said originally was all would be asked of us so mm. <laughs> that's what i did and yeah, yeah. it felt like a bad cold and I had fevers and sniffles and coughs and all that stuff. But 
I didn't go to the hospital. And a week later, I felt fine again and, you know, did the home antigen, rapid antigen test and came back negative after a week. And I was like back out there mingling and licking light poles and stuff. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. And I've, you know, of course, taking the precautions, I've been testing negative all the way through. So it's been like, yeah, I don't know. I I don't magic. just have you guys had anybody else around street. you in your circle close circles that have caught it my cousin did and she was at my house when she found out her brother tested positive <laughs> <laughs> um but they ended up being fine i got sick the week after you got covid right. we didn't see each other guys but right. i got sick i think just with the weather change like when it was snowing and then it went back to hot the next day mm-hmm. and i was so scared it was covid so i kept testing but i was negative it was just so much like I blew my nose probably, I'm not joking, like 30 to 35 times in one day. Like, it was so much yep. snot. Yeah, like, it just that wouldn't shit. stop. Yeah. But that was all it was. Yeah, but, but yeah. see, though, you just get anything and you're like, you freak out now. You're like, yeah. oh, my God. Exactly. Kind yeah. Of well, I mean, you know, it's interesting because I think we're in the, we're in the forest. So we can't see the trees. We can't see how close we are to the, I guess, the outskirts. And I feel like. Yes, Reddy Fox, you mentioned that there are still people dying and there's still people going to the hospital. Mm-hmm. But I do feel like, because they're even saying with how things have opened up, the amount of people that are dying and, and are, are being hospitalized in proportion to like how it was when it was locked down mm. is is the ratio, I guess, is is significantly lower. Right. So uh, See, I, I don't, I'm I don't terrible like that. with Matt. So no, no but I, it, it, I just don't like that because we should not be accepting any amount of people mm. being sick and dying, like regardless of the fact that, yeah, things are open and, you know, we're kind of getting back to normal and the deaths are still pretty low. <laughs> like, no, <laughs> no, no. Well, we're still taking, well, I mean, I'm still <laughs> encouraging people to take precautions as much as they can. You know, I'm still wearing my mask whenever it's appropriate. Even if it's you one know? per day, that's one family that's, wrecked and Mm -hmm. they're never going to forget it and they won't care that they see in the news oh the numbers are so low we're doing so well that family will be affected forever and ever so yeah that's that's the way we have to look at it that's facts all right well um are we there's our core there's our covid coverage right there i think we we (laughs) that was not covid coverage that wasn't news that was just us that was personal personal effects oh i mean did you guys hear that uh, apparently uh dr fauci announced that we're we're clear of the pandemic some republican probably had a gun to his family while he (laughs) off camera while he was saying that i don't believe that but i don't yeah some trump fan got a hold of his family and said this is what you got to say on public otherwise they all (laughs) won't die or something like that like Oh my gosh. Well, needless to say, regardless of whether or not you keep a close eye on it, it's going to affect your life in one way or another. So hopefully right. uh, we're doing our best to continue to be as safe as we can with uh, the knowledge that we have at okay. this point. All right. So let's let's get the show on the road because we've been bantering long enough and we're going to try to keep each of our segments to maximum 20 minutes so that we're only going to be here for an hour so Ma- maximum yeah for sure we, i can even cut mine a little bit short but i'm gonna go ahead gonna i can start. cut mine short too so it's up to you so let's make it 15 minutes each then mine's pretty short in general so. okay so we're gonna try to keep each person segment here to 15 minutes so that we can be out of here under an and hour go. go all right well uh have you heard 
the abbreviated version. I want to start off this segment with shouting out Amanda Paris. I've known uh, Amanda Paris for a number of years just through the community and through the work that she's done. I've heard about her. I've met her. Um, Very intelligent, like incredible artist person. And uh, she continues to grow and accomplish great things. And, you know, as we are uh, inclined to do here at Hashtag uh, for my have you heard, I want to give a shout out to this new uh, series that she has on CBC Gem uh, called Revenge of the Black Best Friend. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, mm. round of applause. <sighs> what is this show about? Oh, if you, <laughs> I, I, I'm big interrupt. You probably may not, you know, for those of you who aren't familiar with her, Marin Paris, she's also wrote a play called Other Side of the Game that won a Governor General's Award for English Language Drama. Uh, She has a sharp yet hilarious new satirical series called Revenge of the Black Best Friend that shows how Black actors continue to navigate stereotypes in the film and television industry. Hmm. uh, It was inspired, uh, apparently she was watching um, like some of her favorite 90s movies. And to quote her, she said, I went through a little binge of watching a lot of teen movies and shows that I grew up with in the 90s. And as I was watching them, I saw the black characters that had that I'd remembered as having more prominent place of having a more prominent place, probably because I needed somebody to relate to. And then it just seemed like they were very marginalized in the story. I get that. You get that? Too? I understand yeah, that, I, I feel yeah. that, too. It's like yeah. you're, you're looking back and you don't realize, like, you were just happy to see a black person in. <laughs> yeah, like the black cop on Dukes of Hazzard. You, he, he felt like he had a big role, but he was really just, he's just the token black on the show. I get you. <laughs> you I feel you, Amanda. I feel you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so she hopes that uh, Revenge of the Black Best Friend becomes a conversation starter. It is streaming right now. It is a digital, like, they're, like, you know, they're, Actually, I'll just go to the website right now so I don't, I don't get it wrong. But I think there's like <laughs> 10 episodes or so, about uh, t- between 10 and 15 minutes long. So, yeah, man, I just wanted to shout her out for that. I watched a couple. I haven't gone through the entire series. But like you said, Reddy Fox, is, representation matters. And I appreciate the way that you know, there's young Black creatives who are t- taking up the mantle of exposing more and more of our stories to the to the to right. the um, you know to the greater canadian revenge market. of the black best friend cbc gem yeah ab- nice. absolutely i will definitely i all will right. try to check that out for sure all right and moving on to i think this is this is a big story too we'll see how far we get into it but i mean i think it's i'm pretty intrigued with this if you haven't heard by now elon musk who uh Shouts out to my brethren, uh, Sean uh, Swabi, who says that Elon Musk is either going to be a superhero or a supervillain super <laughs> in, in, in the grand course of history because he's so rich and powerful and influential. And, and so and not smart. giving a fuck. <laughs> he does not give a fuck. But, you know, there's a, there's a caveat to the story now because apparently he's pulling... Well, wait, it's, we haven't we haven't told the story. Okay, go ahead. Tell, okay. Go so, ahead. so Elon Musk, if you haven't heard by now, has decided he's going to buy Twitter uh-huh. for forty four billion dollars. This guy reached into his left pocket and said, "Yeah, you know what? I, I like Twitter. I, I, I'm a buy. How much is it? 
How much is it? I'm going to buy it. I'm going to just go for a little casual shop today. Yeah. <laughs> so apparently um, earlier this week, Twitter's board of directors unanimously agreed to Musk's offer to purchase the social media platform at a price of $44 billion. He managed to rustle up some cash. <laughs> and, uh, and the company announced this just this past Monday. The deal brings the internet's most influential platform, arguably under the control of one of the world's richest people, Elon Musk. First and foremost, initial reaction, and I'll start with you, Nina. When you first heard the news that Elon Musk is going to buy, he's going to buy Twitter. He, like I said, he's like, "Yo, I, I got some change laying around. I, I like Twitter. I'm gonna buy Twitter." What was your first reaction when you heard the news? First reaction was, wow, is Twitter really going to sell itself? Because if I was Twitter and I was the guy who invented Twitter, I would probably not sell Twitter for a little while longer. And um, because like he's all about like extreme freedom of speech, like he's kind of extreme in my opinion. He's when a little bit of things. a nut still. He's a little bit yeah. of a nut. So that part kind of concerned me a bit too, because I was like, uh... "He's not a nut. When you're rich, you're eccentric. That's right. <laughs> they don't call you a nut. They just say you're eccentric when you have." The yeah, money. but that's kind of just what I thought about it. I was just like, "Okay, like I don't know. I I kind of just scroll through. I don't actively use Twitter. I mostly scroll through." I was it about and... to say. I was about to ask you, like, what is your interaction and engagement on Twitter? I do go on it every day. It's a part of my, you know, my social media routine. It's Twitter first, then Instagram, then Snapchat. So oh, I she has a social media a process. She has a process. social media schedule, and this is the first so, we're hearing of this. First Please thing I wake again. up, open Twitter, scroll through Twitter from wherever it left off or wherever it. Do you scroll to the end of Twitter too? I scroll actually. So let's say There's I, no I, end. I didn't look at Twitter. There's no end to Twitter. Well, okay, so you know when you refresh it, it says load more tweets. I don't press that. I just start scrolling up from there. So I just read whatever. Hmm. Then I go on Instagram watch the stories go through my feed to the end and then snapchat is easy i don't i don't watch snapchat i just do it to get rid of the notifications it's the notifications that piss me off that are sitting <laughs> yeah, yeah, so yeah, what about yeah, tiktok tiktok oh tiktok oh tiktok is bad I, I tiktok i just go on when i have nothing to do and there was one point last week where i was on it for four hours oh and i got like they give you ads after i think like maybe 30 to 45 minutes maybe even an hour saying Okay, you need break? to stop. Go take a break. Eat a snack. Drink some water. That four-hour day, I was getting so many. I was getting so pissed off. <laughs> I can't be. First of all, kudos to TikTok for at least doing that because I guess they yeah. realize how addictive their shit is. Because it is like when you go into that TikTok Super. rabbit hole, you can yep. get lost in there for ever four like, hours it's crazy yep. but um, they just they, they they learn from the experiences of all the social media platforms that came before them they're huh. just like taking the best of what they like the instagrams or the facebook's all the way back to the myspaces and the and the what was it black pages remember black pages back in the day no not you not you that was definitely <laughs> not for you nina but <laughs> ready fox do you remember black was it black planet black planet oh okay black planet i was gonna yeah, say yeah, i never heard black of black pages, pages. there's but... black pages black pages was like the yellow pages for yes black business. yes yes but you but anyway. in this context you were definitely thinking of black planet black black planet i met, but... a, I met a few girls on black planet not really. <laughs> i'm sure you did i'm I did. sure you did I'm sure, did. I'm sure you did <laughs> but um that's the thing i think that you know tiktok has kind of realized you know they've taken the best of what those platforms did and you know and eliminated the fluff and they're obviously they have their own issues but that being said back to back to twitter what was your reaction when you first heard that elon musk had 
ponied up the cash, ponied up a Me? short 44. Yes, you ready. For uh, my first reaction was I'm getting off of all social media. <laughs> I'm not joking. I'm dead serious. Why I was, why was that? I would, I'm disgusted by this again. And part of because of his reasons, too, is part of the reason why I'm disgusted by it, because it's almost like he wants to come on, get control of it, just to let everybody just say whatever they wanted it, mm-hmm. no matter how racist, no matter how, you know, deme- anything, bullying. Like, he's like, when I hear especially rich white people talk about free speech needs to be protected, all I hear is, I want to be able to say racist shit. That's all <laughs> yeah. I hear when I hear rich white people say that stuff. And I, w- I want to be allow other people to say racist shit, too. So once I saw yeah. this going through, I was like, mm-mm don't like it this is bad medicine and i was like i am canceling all my social media and i'm gonna stick to this after these nba playoffs are done i'm done with social media done good for you i can never do it yep fuck these guys fuck you elon (laughs) (laughs) i think i think the first person he's gonna let have their account back again is donald trump i promise you that you think so of course of course he will. That's the very first thing. And that's I heard all Trump these... doesn't care that he's owning it and he's gonna he continue cares. to build his true his, platform. He has the thinnest of skin and he's 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 a it, the embodiment of a pussel. Like he's <laughs> trust me, he cares. And the second we'll probably end up we're probably gonna end up talking about this to the end of to the end of the segment. But here's the thing. Okay, so I find it's interesting. I'm gonna touch on a couple of things you said. First just you know, the, at the entail and talk about Trump. I think that Trump will not, he's more like he might, but you're, I think he's more inclined not to go back because number one, you're wrong. He doesn't want to be an underling to Elon Musk. And ultimately, if he goes on Twitter, he's not an he's underling. Elon's he wouldn't be an son. underling. He wouldn't be an underling. He never thought of himself as an underling under Jack doesn't Dorsey. Matter. It doesn't, no, but the thing is, the difference is, it doesn't matter how he thinks of himself. The fact is, Elon Musk is the sole owner of Twitter. So when Trump goes back, you're you're by your nope. de facto Elon's son on Twitter. Nope. It's just, you're not. It is, you're not. You're not. And he, what Twitter is. to him is the ultimate tool that he can use to say whatever stupid shit he wants to reach a lot of people. And he hasn't had that, despite the fact that he has access to he can go on any TV show on any platform and people will have him as a guest. He, he's a twisted, fucked up individual. Donald Trump. I promise you, if Elon Musk takes control of it, he's going to get his Twitter back about account back immediately, we'll and he's going to we'll love see. it because that's what's been missing in his life. That was his weapon of choice for yeah. stirring shit publicly. And what about that, Facebook? I thought he liked Facebook a face, lot too. He liked Facebook too, but Twitter was the real. That was the real real deal. That was the real instant. That was the real so smoking instant. gun shit that he had. That he could say stuff and. He loves right seeing the reaction the from people the on the left yeah. or on the right. He lived for that shit. It's yeah. the kind of attention he hasn't been able to have since he's been off of it. And Fuck you, know you Elon. I feel, I, I feel, <laughs> don't kill me. And I feel like really and truly out of all the social media platforms, I, I honestly do feel like Twitter is the most important because mm-hmm. it's it's strictly words. It you is. know what I mean? Like specific, you, can, you can add media, but it's really about the conversation happening in real time. So I don't feel like it has the same um, 
you know, like, uh, I guess expiry date as like, you know, people might be, maybe Instagram might be too big to, or Facebook might be too big to expire per se, at least in not in this generation. Twitter is everything though, man. You can post videos, you can post pictures, you can post like, it's, it's anything goes well, almost with Twitter in terms of what you can do with it. Yeah. So I would say one of the things, okay, so let me just read a quote. So Musk, um, has repeatedly decreed efforts to moderate speech on the service. Um, he really talks about like making it a platform for free speech. Uh, and on Twitter, he posted a statement that says, free speech is the bedrock of a functioning democracy and Twitter is the digital town square where matters vital to the future of humanity are debated. Would you agree with that? I guess. Both of you? I'm reading it over again. I would definitely agree with that personally. Yeah. And that's kind of what I was alluding to I... when I said that Twitter is the mo- like one of the most important out of all of the out of all of the social media. I feel like Twitter is the most will continue to be the most important. But do you I, I don't Go know ahead. about future of human I don't know. Yeah. yeah I think it's 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 pretty true. It's pretty poignant yeah. when you think of it. Yeah. But do you not feel like though there still should be some like free speech can't just simply be <clears throat> excuse me, free speech. Right. If you're yeah. somebody so me... that's in a position again like a Donald Trump, you can't necessarily be on there spewing misinformation, saying stuff like suppose you wanted to say if you inject yourself with ivermectin, you you will cure yourself of COVID. You can't so... have if you had someone on there with someone's uh, pull or influence like a Donald Trump, that's the kind of shit that he was saying that got him banned in the first place. You, you should, could you have no people doubt. on there with seeing a whole bunch of hate speech? Should that not be policed as well, too? Like, well, no doubt. Yeah, I, I agree with that. So let me just continue. Let me finish the quote. I, I mean, I, I asked that question because I do feel that that's kind of like, you know, referencing the point that I was making about the importance of Twitter. Um, But he also said, he continues to say, I also want to make Twitter better than ever by enhancing the product with new features, making the algorithms open source to increase trust, defeating the spam bots, which is a huge thing. I think a lot of people, you find that you're arguing with people and you're really arguing with literally bots and not even human beings. Mm -hmm. And the last thing he said uh, is, is, and authenticating all humans. So those are the things that he wants to make Twitter better for. And he says, Twitter has tremendous potential. I look forward to working with the company and the community of users to unlock it. And I think the part that I want to stick on is authenticating all humans. Because I think one thing that pe- some people actually, some advocates for- How can you not for, tell like, who you know, the bots are? You really can't tell when, <laughs> when it's a true. bot. Like, you come on, man. You'd be surprised. If no, you, you'd if, be surprised. If you can't tell- a bot from an actual person, then you yeah. don't have critical thinking skills no, at all. Surprised. You'd be surprised when you're in the heat of the moment of arguing with people online and you read a comment. That's your first and mistake is arguing with think. people online. Well, I mean, I mean, that's the thing about Twitter, right? That you're literally having a conversation with people in real time. But what I wanted to stick on is authenticating all humans. And I kind of, I know people are probably st- stuck on that. Like, yo, he's just trying to track us and, find us you know like whatever or you're already being tracked like right you're already being tracked but the thing about it is that is the part you can say like in terms of free speech it's not about freedom of like freedom from accountability or being (laughs) or facing the justice of for what you what you have to say and i think that 
if everybody is no longer has the ability to be anonymous, you have to be on with a picture and your name and you could be tracked as far as the things that you say and held accountable for the things you say. How do you enforce that? By having everybody like provide your ID and your, and your signature and your, and your address. So it's like, you're not, you're not just in a, you're not just in a car, like, you know, Last point, I know we got, we're out of time, but like you're not just in a car on the highway where you can just tell the car next to you with your windows up and you're in your like, you're Tented in your windows. sanctum, your sanctuary and say, oh, fuck you, tough guy. You, you know what I mean? Like, because you could crash your car. No, you're going to eventually get to a red light and you have to get out of your That'll car. That'll never work, think, man. That'll oh, never work. We'll see. We'll see. Ne- never say never. But um, mm-hmm. that is all we have time for in terms of the discussion. And have you heard? But this is going to be a, a story, a big story for a long time to come. Let's see. Number one, you were you were mentioning that there was a caveat too. Yeah, I was going to say that he withdrew his bid for buying Twitter. That's like <laughs> this oh, might not be well, happening. Yeah. Then so, no, but then he put it back in. Did he? Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. When, when, when did he withdraw? He I did withdraw for like a day. Okay, so that was in. then. That must have been yesterday, then, because I saw that very recently. All the more, all the more, all the more excitement. But anyway, so well, that's a big Fuck story you, we we'll keep track of. Nah, nah, I swear nah, it's nah, officially I'm not, his. I'm now, not there yet. I am. I'm totally there. Fuck this guy. All right. Well, uh, I'll pass the torch out to you, Ready Fox. Uh, oh, okay. On that, fuck you, Elon. What's what's going on on your end of things? Okay. So I don't want to talk about serious shit because I'm sick of serious shit. I don't want to talk about COVID. I don't want to talk about wars racism all the stuff that's normal in this world (laughs) right i don't want to talk about it so that's fair i saw this article and i thought this would make for a good conversation talking about texting because texting is like everyone's pretty much preferred choice of communicating with people and when i say texting that would also include like whatsapp it's not just Mm -hmm. strictly a text message versus you know or even dm i think even dm on instagram or twitter like all of that no 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 i mean like still it's like a more personal with your phone number yeah yeah basically but whatsapp still has it kind of expanded what text messaging can be obviously right but it still kind of falls under that you know purview of it so the only reason i would say that only reason i I bring that up is because there are people who legitimately like the way you're talking about it they they engage on twitter that's lame and you guys are losers if you do that (laughs) okay so i just hate it because i hate seeing the notification right so okay so Again, I think iMessage, too, is probably a big deal for... Is that for yes. iPhones? Yeah. Or whatever. Yeah. That's almost like the BBM of iPhones, right? Yeah, exactly. Okay. And you're not in it. Yeah, no. Happily. <laughs> <laughs> Happily. So, okay. So, this article came up with eight new rules for 2022 in terms of what you should or shouldn't do when it comes to texting or, or messaging or whatever. So, we're going to go through these rules, and I just want to see what you guys think about these things. Because this is a conversation. We could have talked about this for an hour easily. Yeah, 100%, so, 100%. First of all, before we get into the rules, do you guys have any pet peeves when it comes to texting or WhatsApp in terms of what people do? Oh, I used to hate. I've become this person, though. But I used to hate when people <laughs> send me At least you're message, after message after message after message after message after message instead of just one long paragraph. Oh, I used to hate hate that but me and we're back on the same page we're back (laughs) we're back on scorpio alignment because that was exactly so when you say that do you mean like message matches 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 instead of just typing one yeah exactly exactly it's also doing the same thing right after another but it's like just type it all as one like that some people yeah i don't i i understand from that perspective though because sometimes it's just easier to just give it out in bite sizes to just be like 
if you're trying to tell a long story or whatever, like sometimes it's easier to just do it by sentence by sentence. You say it, you send, you say a new thing, you send. No, but see, the thing about it is when you're on the receiving end of it and you're somewhere where you're like, okay, okay, I got the message. And then and you, and you buzzing, get buzzed like buzzing, 17 buzzing. more times. Oh, I want to throw it at the wall. When oh. So, so you keep your phones on vibrate. Yeah, unless yes. I'm sleeping. When I sleep, I put it on do not disturb. I don't care. Nobody okay. can call me except for my favorite contacts, which is mostly my family. My phone is on mm-hmm. silent 24-7. Okay. So do you, do you have any personal rules, both of you guys, when it comes to texting or no? Or you want to just let's just jump into these new rules because I don't think we'll get through them all in 15 minutes. But these are what the eight rules are. And you okay. guys can think about it for a sec. So rule number one, think of group texts like a dinner party. I'll explain these as I go into each one of them. Rule number two, we're done fighting over capital letters and punctuation. Rule number three, (laughs) (laughs) responses aren't mandatory, but acknowledgments are nice. Rule number four, don't be a texting wet blanket. And I'll explain these again when we get to them. Rule number five, no scary mystery texts. And (laughs) I'm a big fan of that one. And you'll understand again when I explain it. Number rule number six, it's okay to get serious. That kind of self-explanatory in and of itself. Don't agree Mm -hmm. with that. Rule number seven, talk about Mm -hmm. workplace texting boundaries. Um, That one won't apply to solitaire. Maybe, maybe not. Rule number eight, don't text during important real-world events or moments in real life. See, Nina's Nina's (laughs) twisting her face up like that. Like, see, you're no good, (laughs) Nina. Okay, so. All right. I'm actually no better, Nina. Yeah, you're no better. Depending on... I think that I think that's a, con- a contextual one. It depends on what the real world moment that's happening. Maybe they're saying to pick up and call. Let's find out. Okay, well, let's see. Okay, so rule number one, and I'll see, you guys tell me if you guys agree with these rules or not, or if this. Right. So I'm I'm hoping to change the world here with this conversation for you. This guys- is interesting. This is a great topic, yeah. by the way. Okay, sure. So for all you guys listening on the podcast, you can pause it, talk about it amongst your friends, tell your friends about it. And then you guys can talk about these rules and maybe we can all change the world together. Okay, so rule number one, think of group texts like a dinner party. So let me ask you guys this. Should you ask someone's permission first before you add them to a group text? Should you? Because that's a pet peeve of mine. I don't like being added to groups sometimes. And I always feel guilty about leaving the group because I know they're going to see it. So I simply don't. Oh, ask the person you're adding for permission to add them in. Yeah. Do you agree with that? Yes or no? I mean, I, I, for the most part, like either you're added in because you asked or because they need you in it to make a decision. I, I like being added in. I don't care about being asked. I I like being added in because my, mind you, my group chats are literally just people that I know, like, and I know all of them. So it's not like randoms or anything like that. So I I don't mind being added in. See, that's why you don't mind it because you've never been added to a group with other random people that you don't know. Solitaire, what do you, what do you say about this? Um, I think... For as far as myself, depending on who, like how close, I think you know. There's there's a there's a circle of your friends. You have friends, and then you have like a circle of acquaintances. Where if yeah. you know that if they add you to a group, you're not mad because you know it's probably something that you're like you're either interested in or that makes sense. Okay. But for me, for the most part. I have no qualms about leaving a group that I was at. I, as a matter of fact, I leave immediately. I'm like, yo, what is this? And no, I feel guilty many... for some, and I'm in some groups right ah, now that I, I would love guilty. to leave, but I won't just because I feel bad. You, you, you shouldn't. You shouldn't feel guilty because no. it's to me, it's an invasion of privacy. No, as not. far as I'm concerned. Okay. Yes, anyways, okay, we're gonna continue on because I don't have a lot of time. Anyways, <laughs> all right. Um, so group texts, texts, they spawn a lot of notifications, so you have to think about that. And 
the the yes. point that these people are making is that you wouldn't invite a bunch of friends to your house and not introduce them. So you have to do the same thing, sort of. So what this person is recommending, which I don't think anybody would do, is that you kind of introduce everybody. You take a moment to let everyone <laughs> see the names and clarify how everyone knows each other. No human no. being is going to do that. No person Literally, is going to do no. that. But another thing that they recommend, too, is that if you need to iron something out with someone in a particular group... Do it in a one-on-one -on -one conversation. Don't do yeah. it in the group where it's just you two people having this conversation in the group and everyone else has to see it. For yes, sure. you guys agree with that? I do. Yeah, absolutely. yeah. Stop doing that shit, people. And also, yeah, so that's that. Okay, so also when it comes to money, if you're trying to make plans to like go on a weekend getaway or you want to go out to dinner or something like that, you have to be kind of careful about that because some people in the group, A, may not be able to afford what you're trying to plan. Or may not, if they can't afford it, they may not want to do it at all, period. So if you happen to be the administrator, you have to come up with some way to give people a way to, you know, I'll back out you. gracefully or something like that. I'll tell you how in Instagram, what my friend group does in our group DM, we have a poll. So you just put in the poll. Yes, I can come. No, I can come. No, I can't come. Um, or I pick this date instead. And you just click on the option on the poll and it's oh, done. Yeah, you don't have to explain nothing. There you go. That's pretty good. Mm. Again, see, we're trying to change the world here. <laughs> but you see how social media does serve an important social purpose? Sure, you can't do polls on WhatsApp or on uh, iMessage or anything. Right. But how would you deal with something like that then, though? I would just be like, bro, who wants to come here? If nobody replies, nobody replies. <laughs> okay. So this says planning a weekend getaway or a fancy dinner in a group chat sounds like fun, but some recipients might be squirming if they don't want to shell out the money necessarily for whatever it is you're trying to do. So create a space for dissenters or give people a way to suggest alternatives or gracefully be able to back out. Okay. So stop doing that shit, people. Number two. <laughs> um, we're Okay. We're done fighting over capital letters and punctuation do you guys does it bother you when people don't use punctuation or like no i don't give a fuck <laughs> it depends sometimes it's funny for the burn but like it depends on the situation and the circumstance so if they're trying to be serious or they're trying to argue with you and you and they type out something and they and they don't punctuate it right and it it it, it reads like awkward mm -hmm. then you, you just seize no. on that you just pepper them no i don't even care Okay. But I'm, but I mean, again, like I'm obviously <clears throat> saying it not to be serious, like not like seriously, like, you know, grammar police, but sometimes it's fun. It just depends on the circumstance. Okay. So a good text makes sense to its recipient, but that shouldn't require consulting an SAT grammar workbook, uh, <laughs> skipping capitalization or leaving off a question mark doesn't denote any lack of respect or something like that. And after years of reduced social contact, just be happy that people are reaching out to you in the first place. Well, so, so hold on. Are you talking became, about like online, like arguing or like no. discussing with the people online? Texting. No, about, like, text, you're talking about texting. texting and Who messaging? complains about grammar and text? I Some people do. Grammar police. Hey, I wouldn't complain, text but messages? I, I wouldn't like it. I don't like seeing weird spelling and abbreviated <laughs> words. I became that person. I used to hate when people spelled like you with just the letter U. I hate stuff, that shit. But yeah. I became that person. I don't now. like that shit. I just but became it depends, that person. It, I think it depends. Like, because again, you're talking about like personal texting. Like, I think it depends on the person. Like, if you if you send me a text and there's like a little grammatical error, like I know you are very capable of writing a sentence if need be. I'm not going to be like the grammar. Yo, why is it? it that wouldn't annoy me. If I'm just getting to know somebody, like that's when I'm like, yo, I expect perfect grammar. I expect really? perfect spelling. Okay. 
No. All right, we got to keep moving on because I'm only on rule number three. So, okay, responses aren't mandatory, but acknowledgments are nice. This is just common courtesy. This Mm -hmm. is just common, like, so the past few years, obviously, it's been hard and you get a lot of messages sometimes. So a lot of people have had to start their messages off with, sorry for the delay, but, you know, and then you... Guilty, guilty as charged. Yeah, I've said it as well, too. But again, unanswered texts, some people will start to get worried so bare minimum, at least acknowledge that you got the message. And if you need some time to respond to them, then you should do that. So do you guys usually do that? Yeah. I, I'm normally, I'm always on my phone. If I'm not responding to you, it's because I don't want to respond to you. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm just putting that out there. I'm point, always point. on my phone unless I'm taking a nap or I'm sleeping or I'm working. Like there's times obviously where I'm busy, but I will always reply to people. I'm, I'm not the kind of person to reply days later. Like I will reply within the same 24 hours. Right. I think it depends for me. It depends on the urgency of the text. Like if it's just a check-in I'm, as I say, I'm an introverted extrovert. So with, if I'm by myself, I'm by myself. And if it's just like a check-in, like I'll get back to you. It's not that serious, but if it's something that's related to business or it's pressing like a question, then yeah, I'll reply. Okay. So how about with responding only with an emojis? Now, some people are saying if it's gone so long to the point that you haven't responded to the um, message yet, Bare minimum, a simple smiley face or exclamation point reaction lets the sender know that you at least saw and appreciated the message. Fuck no, don't do that. That's not a (laughs) cool thing to do. This is I know this is written by some rich white person, but this is that's not a cool thing to do to somebody. Say something. There's so many I think is when it comes to these kind of discussions, there's so many layers and nuances that it's not, it's not applicable in every situation. There's some situation, like if it's the one of the mandem, put it this way, if it's one of the mandem and it's a check-in, it's a check-in. So like, you, I'm so, not going to feel a ways. No, so, but, so, some- so you message somebody to say something to them. And then you, two days later, you just get a thumbs up emoji and you're going to be okay with that. I have brethren who do that. No. I have brethren who black out. My thing is, my thing is, It takes, this has always been my thing. And this is the one thing that's my biggest pet peeve too. If you're going to be busy for hours, I'm talking 15 hours straight and I'm texting you something important. Tell me, Hey, I'll get back to you. Just busy doing this right now. This is more so like when I'm in a relationship. Right. But what I will say is like for that, like, I don't know that to me, it takes two seconds to send a text. If you're going to end up replying with a smiley face, send a, Hey, sorry, I missed this. We'll reply when I get a chance, but thanks for checking in. Takes an extra five seconds, unless you're a weirdly slow typer. Right. I can type text with my eyes closed. <laughs> legit. <laughs> okay. I believe okay. that. But again, I think it depends. It depends on the, it's a very, it's a very, um, um, subtle thing. I don't, I don't think, think you should applies. just respond with just an emoji. If someone's trying to, communicate with you but i'm going to move yeah. on to number four don't be a texting wet blanket which means striking some particular tone and less important than matching your conversation of or the energy of the person that's responding or messaging you so plenty of people have you know written a short novel only to get a, an okay response or a yeah response you know like you're not really giving what you're getting in the yeah. conversation so in uh, that regard that's, that's too bad so sad on that one Depends i don't like on that though because repeatedly sending short messages responses like a thumbs up and lol or a k that might be fine if the recipient does the same but yeah. if the person is actually trying to talk to you and you're responding just with you know just a k or an lol that sucks that's not cool don't do that you're a wet blanket yeah yeah solitaire's a wet blanket moving on <laughs> number five number five and i don't like this 
and again, please, people, stop doing this. No scary mystery texts, as in Agree. just a message like, hey, can we talk? And yep. that's it. Like, talk about what? Give me more or yeah. call me, please. Like, is yep. there like, or what are you doing on Tuesday? What are you doing on Tuesday is okay for me. But like, then I'm like, what's the plan? Because I'm going to make my decision based off what it is. But hey, can we talk? Call me, please. Like my, my manager at work, he does uh call me stress-free. Like he'll say that. Okay. See, see, that's, see, that's a person who cares, Nina. Yeah. Like he always does that. And sometimes when he wants to fuck with us, he'll just say, call me. And then we'll answer. And he's like, yeah, I just wanted to piss you off. <laughs> I'm like, okay. I wouldn't like that. See, anything you want to say to this solitaire? Is this something that bothers you too? I'm over my time, but we have three more rules. That's okay. Take your time. I don't yeah, care. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I was going to say you're, you're rushing to finish, but this is an interesting conversation because there's so many different layers to it. I think that, yes, in general, depending, again, I, I feel like a broken record, but I think it's on an individual basis because I have like different relationships where different rules would apply. You know what I'm saying? Like even if you hit me and say, hey, can we talk? I'd be like, yeah, because motherfucker, I'll talk to you about anything. Like, yo, what's up? Do we need to kill somebody? Or you're yeah. in love? Or are we going to go eat? Or is there a new movie? Like, it doesn't matter what you want to talk about. But then there's certain people who, like, they met you yesterday. See. And then they'll text you two days later. And they're like, hey, can we talk? I'm like, yo, about what? <laughs> yeah, but, yeah. No, but see, would I, would I ever do that, though? Because I would always give you the context of what it is that I would want well, to talk you to would. you Well, you would. But I'm saying there's, uh, like... That's Everybody should. You are. All of you mm-hmm. should. Give oh. some context <laughs> to what it is that you want to talk to the person. Don't just leave them. Just leave that. Can we talk? It's also, just like, hanging is it in the seri- air. Is it, is it serious or is it not How serious? How do you know? Like this- How do you know until they give you some context? Because if it is serious, then you should say. Yo, I don't like it. Yo, it's serious. Well, Nina, right. do you agree or am I overreacting here? Am I being a wet blanket? Uh, no, I don't like when people do that to me. Uh, but like, again, when it's you, like people who give context, like if it was you guys to say, call me, like I wouldn't care. But like <laughs> if it's people I'm on eggshells with at the moment and they're saying, call me, then I'm like, fuck, I don't want to deal with this. For like, me, it's about, it's, it's people that you don't know. Like it's, to me, it's about people you have relationships with that you are, are very one dimensional. Like you're, you know, somebody for business or, you know, somebody cause you met them through somebody. And then that when they say hey can you call me it's way too broad like call me about now you need to get more specific but with certain people in my life if they say hey call me i'm not thinking twice about like yo what call me about what mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what i mean like i'm i'm going to okay. be like yo what's on up? on a sidebar for this is it bad manners or is it better to ask if i can call someone first before you call them because this is another thing people i hope you don't do this out there if you're listening to the podcast and if you do stop it where (laughs) someone will message you and you'll say like hey how are you and you'll say oh i'm good and then that person you see your phone ringing and it's that person calling you i don't like that (laughs) yeah i think it um like it depends because I, I, no, I don't like people calling me. I, I'm the kind of person that even when people FaceTime me and I'm still doing nothing, but I'm like, I planned on doing nothing. So don't FaceTime me. I have to schedule all of my FaceTime calls. They have to be scheduled and I have to know what's coming. And nine times out of 10, I will reschedule you at least three times before actually answering. I just, I, it's so much energy sometimes. Like it's just like an extra thing. To if I do. planned on doing nothing, <laughs> yeah, then I'm, I'm doing, doing nothing, nothing and exactly. don't call me. Exactly. You know what? You know what's so interesting? 
I don't know how much of a perspective you have on this, Nina, but I remember Ready Fox. Remember growing up and we're like, yeah, and in the future, we're going to be on video phones and yeah, we're yeah. just going to be talking to it. These are the nuances of being on video phones that we never would have imagined. Like, you know, maybe somebody just doesn't want to like, you know, because there's a couple of times people call me. And again, it's kind of related to the other conversation about like, you know, hey, can we talk? Because there's yeah. sometimes people will call me FaceTime, like new people that I don't I know. I don't like, just, I've, not, I've, I've never had that happen FaceTime. to me, but I wouldn't like that at all. I would never do that no, to my, somebody. That made me furious. Too, but my thing is too, like, don't call me just because you're bored. Like, don't. I'm not that person. Do not call me because you're bored because I am always busy. And when I'm not busy, I'm sleeping because I'm fucking tired. So do not call me because you're bored. Like, just right. don't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I have oh, a cousin man. who does that. And I'm like, bro, I, I literally tell him, like, honestly, just text me because, like, if I'm busy doing something, like, I'm at the gym, I'm not going to answer the phone. So just text me. Right. And so she'll text me. I'm bored. And I'm like, okay. Okay. See, sometimes, you, sometimes you, when it comes to those kind of things, you just have to behave the way you behave and let people adapt. I just like when it comes to those circumstances. I, if I'm working or I just don't answer and I just like, or you know, there's there's that you can create like a custom response. Yeah. You just decline the call and send them a text. I'm, hey, I can't yeah, talk I'm busy to you. Or something. I, I always message right someone ahead of time to say, "Do you have a minute? Can I give you a shout?" Yeah, you do do that. You do do I that. I always time, do that. I never. But you're just... a different breed, though. You're a different breed. You're a different cloth. You're cut from a different cloth. Okay. Anyways, let's move on to the next rule because this now I kind of understand both sides of this, but I fall more to the old fashioned wet blanket side. <laughs> so <laughs> um, number six is it's okay to get serious. Now, these guys say these so-called communication experts that wrote this article delivering bad news like a breakup or someone's death over a text message is forbidden. Mm-hmm. People do that. I, I, I promise you people have broken up over text people, messaging. Oh, you're breaking up with the person. I, I thought you're announcing to your friends. Like, I, I'm telling you guys, oh, I broke up with my boyfriend. Or, oh, I somebody died. No, I'm talking about breaking up. Well, even delivering that kind of bad message, it depends on the, the gravity of the news. Like a death, I don't think you should send that necessarily. I think, though, but I think, though... I think you can't like if one of my friends told me like right now that oh they're like for example one of my friends like if their their grandparent one of their grandparents passed away and they told me over text message because they don't want to call me or talk about it in person because they're not ready sure I'm fine with that okay. I, I would do that too I'm totally fine with that same thing with the breakup thing if you're telling me that you broke up with your significant other you're just not ready to talk about it I'm fine with it that's fine but what about breaking up with somebody no no that's uh... off off you don't Unless think people like do a... that though you don't think people, people do that? that's do not that. what we said that's not what i, I didn't say that i people know definitely know do people that. do that but i'm saying that's you have no backbone you have no spine you have no dignity <laughs> yeah. you have no self-respect i like <laughs> talking to people no in backbone, person about no serious shit like Unless it's somebody, because over text, when you're talking about something serious, it can get misconstrued in so many ways. And someone can think you're coming off with an attitude when you're not, which I always like to add the line when they want to do it over text and they refuse to do it in person. I've had that happen before. I always add the line, by the way, I'm not saying any of this with an attitude. And I'll put like a smiley face or something just so they know I'm not. You have to. Sometimes it's so hard to tell the tone of what someone's trying to mean when they, that, that's part of the reason why I used to not want to talk about that's actually why my rule is not to talk about serious stuff via texting or mm. whatever, because you can't get the tone of what the person is trying to say. It can come off maybe more harsh than what the person means and all that stuff. So I've always made it a rule personally to be like anything that's really super serious. I would rather talk to you about it over the phone 
than yeah. talk about it through texting or whatever. So um, limiting text conversations to logistics and basic gatherings is outdated. That's the kind of texting I love, man. Just yeah. the basics. Just where are we meeting? What time? Boom. Done kind of thing. But now we've come to rely on texting for so many things that we naturally end up talking about our emotions. Sometimes people find it easier to say serious things over text because it gives them more time to think about what they want to say. No, no, that, that, that is an important point because that is for me. And I'll tell you, I have, I have, I can tell you that I have on average composed thousands of texts that I've never sent. Right. (laughs) But the act of like, writing it out, thinking your thoughts through and, and articulating it to yourself. And sometimes like when you read it back, you're like, nah, I can't, I can't, I can't say this. So, you know, Bro, I'm so the I worst. Think I'll say good, it still. It's good for that. Well, I mean, you're a savage, but I mean, I think it's good for that, but it, it I, you know, again, you know what my what my recurring response okay. is going to be. It depends on the person. And now if you do get a serious message from someone you have you this, they say the same rules as talking on the phone or in person apply with this text messaging world that we're living in now. So if you're not sure what the person means or you're having a hard time interpreting what they said or whatever, you have to ask them what they meant by it. Do not just yep. jump to conclusions or overreact on what the person said. Like what did I say when people get when I when people like Will Smith and 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 Chris Rock like if you think somebody said something a certain way but they didn't actually intend it give them the chance and ask them, Hey, did you know this? Or did you mean this? And if no, they no, say no, 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 no then no, don't no. get mad. Nope. If that happens, you walk up on them and you slap So the, the, the expert here says when you're having a serious conversation over text, it's really important to understand whether you truly get the intent of the person you're having the conversation with or not letting your emotions read into the words on the screen. And I know a lot of people probably do that. I think there's yeah. a new, this is a new skill that we're all learning now in this 100%. new communication world. So rule number seven, talk about workplace texting boundaries. Texting for business purposes has skyrocketed, obviously, but before you fire off a message to one of your employees or to your boss or maybe one of your coworkers, make sure everyone is on the same page about boundaries when it comes to workplace and work texts. Do yep. you guys do that? Like, do you actually talk? Is there like any sort of... A, do you I communicate don't. with people from work through texting? No. Yeah. Um, unless we're planning to hang out, but no. Um, I <laughs> previously, <laughs> previously at my previous employer, um, I would get texts at like seven thirty or eight p.m. in the evening. Just, like, just my name, Nina, and I'm like, what? Explain. That's weird. <laughs> what do you want? And then it's, can I call? And then get a call. Hey, so this is happening and this is happening. This is happening. Can you do this and this? And to me, I'm like, okay, but I finished working at 6 p.m. So right. like, I'm not doing this right now. <laughs> and it just becomes like just annoying. Perfect segue, Nina, because what the experts also said is you have to establish boundaries in terms of which hours of the day you're going to answer any text messages or if you would prefer to get an email or a phone call instead when it comes to work-related stuff or whatever. So... This is the new rule of texting for 2022 now. You got to set those boundaries ahead of time, obviously. Yep. Otherwise, you know, you get the message at 8 o'clock in the evening. And then what's that? Oh, (laughs) (laughs) Nina's sending us private messages here in our conversation. And and (laughs) we're reading about it now. Okay. 
Um, so you, you have to set those boundaries ahead of time and you have to respect them, not just for yourself, but for others as well, too. So whatever rules are established, you don't go breaking yeah. them either kind of thing. Yeah. So all right. don't heckle me if I'm not replying because it's on purpose because I'm not being paid. Right. Solitaire, hmm. anything you want to add about workplace and texting boundaries or this doesn't apply to you because you've never had a job really. So, uh, well, I mean, actually, specifically with Ryerson, there was definitely like that. Like there was there was hours and they would even if they were to if one of the staff were to email you after hours, they would say in the email, like, I know this is late. You don't have to respond until you're back at work. But Oh, see, see no, that's considerate. No, but that yeah. stresses me out. Like, still getting the... I'm a very anxious person, so still right. getting that email, I sit there all night and I'm like, fuck, I should just need to reply just to get out of the way. Same thing with social media notifications. When I see those red numbers, I have to get rid of them. <laughs> I don't know what it is. I just have to. Mm. Yeah, but once you read the email... It's, it disappears out of your notifications. And no, but then I know like, it's sitting there and I didn't reply. And that's what makes me. But they jittery. said that you don't have to reply until you're back at work. No, I just do it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, I mean, that's a youth mm, thing. That's definitely just, a youth thing, man. I, I would see that and, and I would get the best eight hours of sleep of my life. Uh, <laughs> I'll just, dream about it. I will just, dream about it. I just like snuggle in. I'm like, all right, well, yep. I'm going to hit you back in the morning. I will always dream about that email after at mm. night, that same night. God damn, Nina. Okay, that's so. Age, that's age. That's age. That's the age. last rule here. So this took twice as long as what the thing was supposed to be. Mm-hmm. Our okay. time this is limit. great. So. Don't text during important real-world moments or in real-life events. See, Nina always twists her face every time I say this. First of all, okay, so cell phones have become widely available, obviously, but it used to be considered rude to talk on the phone in public places like you're at the grocery store or something like that. I still say that's rude. Yes, yes. Yes. Especially when you're talking, like, it's different when you're answering the phone and you're talking like, yo, I'm in public, so let me keep my voice down. If you're talking at a level like you're by yourself, that's inconsiderate, yeah. Not just that, too, but if you're at, like, say, the cash register or the checkout. Oh, yeah, I don't do that. That gives me anxiety. What do you mean? People do that. Okay, that may, but you know what I'm talking about, where you're on your phone and you're Uh, holding a conversation and someone's trying to serve you and help you and everything. Yeah, and order your food and stuff. Yo, put your phone away for the fucking two seconds it takes for you to get your items purchased and show that person the common courtesy of acknowledging their existence that's cashing out yeah. your shit yeah i can't do that i can't talk and like place a food order at the same I time i don't like that shit man no. that's that's rude i find that to be extremely rude now manners are a thing of the past yeah i guess so so uh okay so but that makes it all the more important to notice the moments especially when you're around other people or whatever putting your phone away for meals movies performances conversations with loved ones show the people you value them by not dividing your time between that person and your phone so again but for what you've been saying solitaire well too there's a gray area to this because it also depends on what the situation is if it's everyone just hanging out and other people are on their phone too and it's not like a serious thing Yeah. yeah that's different but if it's like if you're at family for like a thanksgiving dinner and stuff or right. graduation dinner or something. something. Put your phone away, man. Just for the few hours that you're with family that you probably only see once in a blue moon and you're here for a special occasion, your phone will still be there two hours after the dinner. Just put your phone away. Unless you don't away. like them, then your phone is a good escape. <laughs> <laughs> I guess so. See? It depends. Context. Yeah. But you're right. No, I think it like if you're if you are in a space where people are gathered and they're in a circle and they're having a conversation, if you're in that vicinity 
and you're on your phone and completely disengaged, yeah. you're whack for yeah. that. Yeah. At least, <laughs> I mean, at least, at least go to the bathroom and be by yourself. Like, don't be in the presence of other people having inter- interaction and, and engagement. And it just and shows people phone. that you value them and being around them by, you know, you're making eye contact, you're engaging, you're not like, yeah. you know, disconnected inside of your phone or whatever. So, yeah. Unless you have anxiety too, then you can have your phone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like <sighs> me sometimes. I get social anxiety. Unless I'm drunk. it's really bad but it's true okay well that's those are the eight new rules for 2022 for texting and all that stuff so just that's dope i think try to be better i think that's i I think that's more of an important conversation that that i almost feel like that should be like a class that's taught in school like for for kids phone like social media and phone etiquette yeah stuff or whatever that is actually or just and just just general etiquette man because it it still translates you know it's the same thing common courtesy yeah Mm. yeah so we'll see but most people won't do any of these things and (laughs) we'll just continue on returns yeah so that's it nina take us home nina take us home so Music news. It's a bit award It's a bit show, show type, show style. Okay, so okay. 2022 Billboard Awards are right around the corner on May yes. 15th with The weekend leading this year's nominations with 17. Ooh, Jesus nice. Christ. Nice, Abel. Doja Cat trails right behind him with 14 nominations. Jeez. Jeez. And she also became the top female nominated artist with that. Okay, before, can I just ask, Nina? Who's Doja Cat? Well, yeah, I've heard of her. I just don't know her music or anything. But she was. Do you remember when we did? We talked about her music news because she was on those chat rooms with white people saying the n word and stuff. Yes, yeah, I know. That's the only reason why I know of her is because of the fuckery she was doing. But (laughs) the thing is that she seems to be a pretty successful artist. Like, yeah, pretty successful. Well, I thought I thought it was over for her after that. Well, okay, yeah, I'm just an outsider looking at this, but she keeps like if I keep hearing of you then you must be doing something right because I don't give yeah. a fuck. I don't pay attention to any of this anymore. So, But I wanted to yeah. ask Nina because out of, I guess, the three of us, Nina will probably be most familiar with her music. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm assuming Solitaire, you maybe know some of her songs as well, too. Yeah, but I'm familiar. Is she, She's I just want to ask, is she an actual good artist? Like, does she make what? good music? Yeah, 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 she does. She yeah? Does. It's more it's poppy, funny. though, like on the pop side. Yes. yes. Yeah. So is it like pop hip-hop type thing? Is yeah. that what it is? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Even She's more like pop, a pop, so a pop Nicki Minaj, I would describe her. But, okay, yeah. let me ask she has you, that range. But let me she ask you, our solitaire then, like, is it, does she strike you though as an artist, artist, or is she just yeah. like she's just in yeah. it for the fame, or is she like a real true artist in your opinion? I would say yes, yes. Yeah. I, I, I don't. I, I'm trying to like trying to. You know, they, it's always people want to get like that reference to give you an idea. Yeah. I would say she's like. Uh, a young, obviously, Nicki Minaj meets Madonna hmm. for hip hop. Because Madonna, like Nicki Minaj, in terms of like the the black music, like the hip hop elements to her sensibilities, but Madonna, in terms of like the pop level that she's at, like Lady Gaga, she's like a Lady Gaga. You like her music? Yeah, yeah. Hip hop yeah. Lady Gaga. Okay, and you like her music, Nina? Yeah, it's catchy. I like some of her songs. I wouldn't say I haven't listened to her whole album, but like some of the songs okay. I listen to, and All I'm right. like, oh, cool. Okay, I'm just like, she must be doing something right because she keeps oh, she popping is, up. She is. And, yeah. and, and it doesn't hurt that she's not, she's not, uh, she's not too hard on the eye. Oh, okay. <laughs> Let me see what she looks like. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, that, that, okay. that will definitely give you the, the, <laughs> the, listen to her. the yeah. final uh let me see what she looks like because i don't yeah. i wouldn't even know i wouldn't be able to pick her out of a yeah. lineup if you told me oh doja cat's number three on the lineup there no, no, no. she's uh oh she's, she's a, a she's mean. a hot oh, oh hey yeah. oh my that's gonna listen to doja cat <laughs> well hello now you Do- get it and then when you doja listen to cat. her songs then you're also doubly intrigued because you're like oh Oh yeah, oh, she's very weird though. Like like in a normal human type way. She's, she's, some of these my, pictures, she looks a bit like Carrie Hilson in some of these pictures. She's your dream girl. Or right, slide into her DMs. Give her your best she, shot. Mm, you never know what will happen. Yeah, she, well, she reminds she me of like if if you happen. mix if you blended Carrie Hilson and Sierra together, that's what she looks like. To uh, me. But it's her content that brings it all together. And it's and not that if she's you like, added Nicki Minaj at just below the shoulders there. <laughs> you know what I mean? Then, then there you go, yeah. But um yeah, she's hot. I mean, long story short, she's hot. Okay, but all she right, makes okay. good music though. That's the thing. And that's yes, the, yeah, that's she, good. Said, she makes yeah. good pop music. Okay, yeah. sorry, yeah. Nina onward okay. and upward, Nina, sorry. Justin Bieber, Kanye, and Olivia Rodrigo are behind Doja with thirteen nominations each, and Drake has eleven. Okay. So we're going to do some predictions, okay? Okay, I'll keep track. All right, top artist, Doja Cat, Drake, Olivia Rodrigo, Taylor Swift, or The Weeknd? I'm going uh, with The Weeknd. Me too. Yeah, Weeknd. All, all right. right, okay, we're all saying The Weeknd. Top new artist, Giveon, Masked Wolf, Olivia Rodrigo, Pooh Shiesty, The Kid Leroy. I want Giveon to win, but Olivia Rodrigo is going to win. I'm just picking That's who fine. I've heard of, Olivia Rodrigo. <laughs> <laughs> so you're picking Giveon. Uh, on I guess so. I is that a group or is that a person? No, one, guy. A, one guy. See, I don't Vicky. know. R&B. Now you would like him. You would. You would like him. Okay. I love him. Yeah, yeah. I'm uh, going with the. I'm going with Kid Leroy, the AKA the new uh, Post Malone. Yeah, I can hear that. Ready? Put me under Olivia. Okay. <laughs> um, top male artists: Drake, Ed Sheeran, Justin Bieber, Lil Nas X, The Weeknd. I think they're going Lil Nas X. Are you serious? I'm tie between drake and the weekend i'm gonna say never drake. doubt the kid i'm saying drake never doubt the boy sorry never doubt the boy <laughs> who are you picking you're picking I'm only i'm only thinking because i mean he's already billboard artist of the decade like they're trying to move on not that i mean he's yeah. trying to move on drake is drake i wish is we could move on favorite <laughs> billboard billboard trying to like establish the next uh you know the next gen next generation of like superstars in my you know i think it's this is my political choice but, but if this I, is I billboard mean, I'm, you got to go I'm by sales and streams and all that stuff and drake is the king still that's true all right never mind i, 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 I revoke my vote for lil nas x and i go with drake okay okay the boy the boy top female artist adele doja cat dua lipa <laughs> olivia rodrigo or taylor swift beyonce doja Doja. I know. Beyonce. Beyonce is always the answer. Doja. But... I think Olivia will be close behind Doja, but I'm going to say Doja. Doja. Yeah. You're saying Doja? Who are you saying? Yeah. Solitaire? Doja. Doja. Okay, Doja. I'm saying Beyonce. All right. <laughs> Not even there. Pop R&B artists. Doja Cat. <laughs> this guy's writing your in. <laughs> Top so R&B dumb. artists. Doja Cat. Giveon, Silk Sonic. Summer Walker. Weekend. We- weekend shouldn't be in there. I would say it's... Shouldn't, a... yeah. I'm going with Shit. Uh, I'm going with Summer Walker. I was going to go with Summer Walker too. Yeah, I'm going with Summer Walker. I don't know any of these people's music, man. Except for Silk Sonic. Exactly. And I know uh, some of the weekend's music too. Top R&B male artist, Giveon Khalid, The Weeknd. They're going to give it to Weeknd. For sure. 
Nah, you know why they might? Because they might not because he's going to get top artists. I think he's going to get top artists and I think they're going to give top male artists to uh... Khalid. How can you be the top artist and not also be the top R&B male artist? If you're the top artist, you're the top of anything else that you're in. Like, that, I don't understand. No, but it's, it's the top artist is all genres. Top R&B is kind of like it's isolated to that. Because our weekend doesn't have like a lot of R and B music. He had he no. does have some, but he's not an R and B artist. Listen, not man, like the back in the days. If Michael Jordan only played for your team for one year, he's the greatest <laughs> player that ever played on your team. Even if he even if he goes well, on to other R&B, teams. This is R and B though. This is R and B. I'm saying Khalid. I'm saying Khalid. You're saying Khalid. Right. It you're... could go either way, Khalid or Giveon, but I'm going Khalid. You're I wrong like though. If, if weekend's top artist, then he's the top R and B male artist. Should we? How many more should we do? It's up to you. We got seven minutes left no, in your oh, segment. No, 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 yeah, All right, let's go, go to Rolling Loud. Okay, yeah, yeah, we're yeah, done yeah, here. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, let's go to Top Rap Song, and then we'll go to Rolling All Loud. All right, Top Rap Song. <laughs> Drake featuring 21 Savage and Project Pat with Knife Top. Drake featuring Future and Young Thug with Way Too Sexy. <laughs> Lil Nas X featuring Jack Harlow with Industry Baby. Or Masked Wolf, Astronaut in the Ocean. Polo G, Rap Star. Ast- Charts in the Ocean is pretty popular on TikTok, but I'm going to say Way Too Sexy is going to win this. It's the only song I've heard in this list. You heard Knife Talk because you listened to the album. You just don't remember it. Oh, but that was on the new out Drake album? Yep. Knife Talk? Yep. Okay. I'm going to feed the streets. I'm just going to be the streets. <laughs> That's how it's Okay. <laughs> don't, don't know about it. I don't like this selection for top rap song. All right. So what are you going to pick? You can't redo it. I hope Peaches wins top R&B song. That song I like. That song I've heard. I love that song too. I just Uh, wish Daniel Caesar wasn't on it. His new song (laughs) is really good. Please do not lean. Whatever. (laughs) Reddy Fox does not fucking forget, yo. He does not forgive and he does not forget. Listen, he said cancel me. And that's what I did. Who are you going with? Polo G. I'm going to go with Polo G. Rap star? All right. Okay. Wait, who did you pick, Nina? I picked the, uh, way too sexy. Oh, Same as you. Okay, guys. It's not a good song. Earlier though. this week, Rolling wow. Loud teased wow. a cartoon drawing of wow. a city wow. that looked like Toronto. And people wow, were wow, like, wow. is this Toronto? Toronto or is it Seattle? Wow, wow. Before announcing the next day that they are indeed bringing the festival to the city. Wow. Wow. It so, is wow, happening wow, wow. at Ontario Place from September 9th to 11th, which is also the same weekend as TIFF. <laughs> UK artist Dave is headlining the Friday, Future on Saturday, and WizKid on Sunday. Lil Uzi, A Boogie, Ray Sermerd, Roddy Rich, Skepta, Migos, Fabio Foran, Lil TJ, Young Blue, Shensia, Bia, and more are all set to perform along with a ton of local talent from the city. Wow. But wow. that is That's what's awesome. raising from eyebrows. Why? Yes. People are saying Rolling Loud thought they could avoid the city's politics by putting people who beef with each other on different days, and hopefully it works, and Toronto doesn't make a fool out of themselves now that we're finally getting this festival. Now, I don't know who has beef with who here, but there's a here's a list of some of the local <clears throat> artists that are performing. First of all, I'll personally like to shout out TV Gucci and Goldie London because I interviewed them, and I thought it was so, so cool to see them on the lineup, and I was like, yay, good job, guys. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so they're performing... I think both of them are actually performing on the Friday. So then we have Moolah first, Duvi, Pyrex. I think it's Pyrex, Smiley, Burna Bands, YG, Tollup Twins, AR Paisley, Pangs, 3M French, Chromas, and more. In this mixture. Chromas is still people, out here, eh? There's a, there's a string where there's, they're all 
somehow beefing with each other, different hoods, Rexdale, Jane and Finch, all of that stuff. And uh, people are saying that downtown is going to be possibly dangerous that weekend. A war zone? Maybe not at the festival, but whatever parties and stuff is happening later on, like, just to be careful is what people are saying. So are you concerned at all with this beef-swamped lineup? Are you guys concerned? I guess if you didn't tell me about this beef stuff, I wouldn't even know who's. I, I, first of all, I've never, I haven't heard of any of these guys. I don't pay it to, again, don't take it as a disrespect just because I say I've never heard of you. I don't, I just don't pay attention anymore. So, yeah. if, like, if this was 1995 or 19, even 2005, somewhere between there, I would know all the local artists and I would know, like, who's, like, buzzing and all that stuff or whatever. You guys, I'm grown now. I'm so beyond grown. That I'm not paying attention to the new artists that are coming up and all that stuff. So. Oh, Press is also performing too, by the way. Yeah, I was going to say, isn't Press supposed to be added to this list? Yeah, of he's, like, he's there. He's, yeah. he's there. So he's there. I don't know all these artists, and I'm not saying that as a disrespect. I'm just saying I don't pay attention to the scene. But yes, I'm concerned. If, all, if these guys are all beefing with each other, and we've heard these stories before about how certain people mm-hmm. can't work at certain with other certain people because then that's going to cause trouble for them and stuff or whatever. And I was like, how did we get to this point? Like, how did the city get to this point? So if this is a big deal, which it seems like that Rolling Loud is coming to Toronto, can we please not? Bro, every TikTok comment I saw about it is like, people are like, I'm not paying $400 to get caught in the crossfire. Like, people are saying all this shit on TikTok. I'm like, holy shit, See, that's horrible. How did it get this way, man? Like, I don't like that. So, yes, I am 100% concerned. I don't want to see any violence in my city. Not never. And also, when something big like this happens for the city, I don't yeah. want it to be marred and then we have a bad because reputation. Yep. Because Like how the Raptors prayed. The only thing that made the shade room on that was the fact that there was the shooting. Nothing right. else got on there. Yeah, no, but this, this will oh, be okay. much worse because it's not – everyone – no one's going to say that the Raptors is a gully organization. And yeah, 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 like, yeah. But, this is yeah. going to be a mar on Toronto hip-hop. It's going to be like a mar on our scene. But people are going to make that's, jokes and say, oh, I didn't know they had guns in Canada. I didn't know they did this in well, Canada. That's, that's just an did. idiotic person to say something like that. Like, you, yeah. you, go, you step in the wrong hood in Toronto, bro, and see what's good. Like, so, no, I don't – I'm very concerned. Solitaire, what do you say? um well i i you know they've definitely the organizers did their research to as you indicated to kind of try to separate the the beefing factions on different days but you know it is toronto toronto is big but it's small (laughs) you know especially when it comes to the communities and the hip-hop scene so I would say that I'm cautiously optimistic, but I'm I do. Um, Nav, ignorance. Nav. Nav. He's there. He, he's there. I didn't just didn't add him because he's not. He's not going to get caught up in no beef. Yeah, he's too big for that. He's too Who's big. Nav. Nav. And Belly too. He's. I guess. Nav is not really. Nav is not really. Yeah, he's Nav is not really like a local artist on the come up. He's already there. He's already there, and I don't feel like. I mean, I don't. I. I. I think he's a. I think he's a West End you. But um, he's Rexdale. Rexdale. Yeah. So, I don't. I, not, he's not. The, he's not the concern. Yeah, it's more so the. It's more so the. 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 The, the supporting ones. Like I'm Shouts not. To I'm definitely Mighty. not going to say names. Hawaii <laughs> Mighty's going to be there too. That's dope. Yeah. 
was that? Havaya yeah, but Mighty? she doesn't have. She she's again. She's out of the mix. She's yeah, not, she's she's like, not in the beef chain per se. Yeah. But I'm just saying, yeah. like um, like some other There's artists other that you didn't mention yeah, that yeah, I'm yeah. like, yo, I'm happy to see that they got you know the I recognition. Don't know what the fuck Chromas is gonna do, bro? Like, I don't know. What's her big? What's her? What's her biggest hit? I don't fucking know. I thought she was a porn star now. Okay. <laughs> I'm serious. People she's got said no, that. She's got an OnlyFans, doesn't she? She had a sex tape or something. So Tyr doesn't want to say a word. <laughs> he doesn't want to say a word. Listen, man, I don't know about. Anyways, anything. he was saying he was finishing. He wasn't done. Okay, go ahead, yes. Solitaire. I, 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 I am. You're concerned. You're optimistically yes. not concerned. I'm cautiously optimistic that cooler heads will prevail, but the opportunity for problems is is fertile. I'm just gonna come out and say that I have no faith that we are going to have a violent free weekend that weekend. <laughs> I think these people know where their enemies are going to be at and what time of the day and exactly where they're going to be. They're going to go high, after them. It's a high level of ignorance, man. And, I, and I, it's going to suck. I think we're going to get a bad rap for it. I think that's what's going to happen. Toronto got their first, first rolling loan and all they did was act stupid. And, yep, and I don't and, want that's what I don't want. I don't that's want what I don't that. want either. But I can <clears throat> see it happen. I will be pleasantly surprised if that does not happen. So, I'll be happy. But I am very well, not optimistic so, about it at all. Nina, if you are you going to get tickets for this and go to it, or I'm not. My sisters are going. They bought tickets and they're going. I'm not going. Um, I was thinking about it, but I, are for you me, worried myself, about violence? No, the reason I'm not going is because I I was going to go, but then I looked at the lineup again and I'm like, bro, I've seen all these big name artists that I care about. I've seen all of them except for Roddy Rich. That's the only one that I haven't seen that, that I you want to care about. Yeah, I'm like honestly, I, I don't see a point in me going. Like, I, I'd rather try to get tickets for OVO, to be honest. Hmm. So I, okay. I like the element of surprise. So you know? let's go to your last question there, and you can start with it, Nina. Is there anyone that's not on the list that you would like to see on next year's lineup if we ever get another chance? Uh, not that I can think of off the top of my head. To be honest, I wrote that question. I wanted you guys to answer it. Solitaire. <laughs> do you, is there anybody that's not here that you would say you would have liked to see them be on it? I'm more of an R&B. Drew. Oh yeah, J Cole. Drew? Yeah, Drew. Oh, Drew James. Yeah, yeah Drew James. Is gonna <laughs> you. Be one. I, I've just floated that up for you. I thought for sure you would have gone with you. Drew James. Solitaire. You. Maybe even. Oh, Rich, I mean, Rich well, Kid. Well, I mean, I, I didn't know. I didn't know he was asking in terms of that. Like Rich Kid would have been nice. So, yeah. you know, I, I don't know. I, I'm not really thinking about it in terms of that. You know, I, I, Drake. 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 I like. Yeah, Drake is too big. Drake is Drake, Drake is his own festival. Loud. Yeah, yeah, he's his own <laughs> OVO fest. Yeah. yeah, Drake is his own. I, festival. I, nobody that nobody that I can really think of. Uh, to be honest with you, I think, and, and you know, I, I I'm pretty young at heart, but the idea of like a <laughs> festival like that to me three days is not exhausting. Really, um, doesn't appeal to me. Like, I'd rather do like a concert. Uh, you know what I mean? Enjoy the festivities of a concert, but like this idea yeah. of like three days of like. No, oh, I'd like to see Tory Lanez on here. Yeah, Tory would been. Tory would have been. I'm surprised he's not. Actually, I guess he's I'm not surprised. Because like yeah. do you think it's because of his legal problems? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yes. I think so. Okay. Yeah, yep. I think so. All right. So. Uh, okay, I just want to go through the quick headlines. Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, rock it. Okay, so my boyfriend. You guys Drake? know my boyfriend, right? No, my boyfriend. Who's my... your boyfriend? Chris Brown. Oh, Chris Brown. Chris Brown. <laughs> sorry, he sorry. officially sorry, revealed. He officially revealed our child. I guess he's my baby father now. Our child. Yeah. Okay. He had a third baby, a does, girl. Does Chris Brown and, know that he's your boyfriend? Yeah. What are you like, okay. Mary? <laughs> Mother Mary? Um. You yeah. got 
and the relationship's so, solid. You guys are happy? Yeah, everything's good. He's going to call me after the okay, show. Okay, okay great. great. Uh, okay, so he had another baby, a girl he officially revealed on Instagram. And <laughs> I would like to go to this. He's coming to Toronto Caravan a weekend to perform with little baby. Mm. So my hopes are also thinking possibly if Drake does OVO, I saw that Chris Brown does not have a tour date on August 1st and he will be in Ohio so he could easily fly back for OVO on August 1st. Mm. But we'll see. Okay. Um, didn't, didn't Drake bring him out for OVO already? Yeah, he did, and I wasn't there, so it doesn't count. Uh, Drake had more streams in 2021 than all songs released. All songs released before 1980 combined. Pretty crazy. ASAP Rocky got arrested at LAX after... This is from the last couple weeks, too. Yeah. Uh, got arrested at LAX after a trip to Barbados with his baby mama, Rihanna, for assault with a deadly weapon for an investigation into a shooting from November 2021. He posted bail at $550,000. Holy smokes. Didn't Wasn't there a rumor about him and Rihanna breaking up? That was just a rumor, right? Yeah, it was fake. It was fake right. news, yeah. Good. Uh, haters, like, I can't believe yeah. they said that he was cheating on her or something I'm like glad. that. Yep, I'm, glad that was, I'm glad that was fake and that wasn't I didn't believe. I didn't believe that. Rihanna, yeah... I trust Rihanna's judgment that she would not have messed with him if he was a fuckboy like that. Like, you're going to fuck up that? Like, like that? ASAP, no, I, yeah. The, I think yeah. ASAP is smart enough to know what he's, yes, the position I, I he's in so right too. now. So. Yeah. Um, DJ K. Slay passed away last week after a four-month-long battle with COVID. Oh. Supplier to Mac Miller's drug dealer was sentenced to 11 years. Good. Trey Songs was caught on video in 2013 pulling a girl's boob out of her bikini top and grabbing it. She's yeah, demanding like, $5 million. Like and Rory from Murray and Mal, also formerly on the Joe Budden podcast, says that one day we're going to have a documentary way worse than R. Kelly's because Trey Songs is apparently really fucked up. Oh, no. A lot of stuff is coming out against him. So, um, And can lastly, I, Megan, can I just say yeah. real quick before we move on? There was an actual video of Dr. Trey. With guys pulling girls' bikini tops off in the video. Just saying. <laughs> but, but, like, to think how far it's come in terms of what's unacceptable, which clearly it's not acceptable, yeah. but I'm just, as soon as I saw, read that, I instantly thought of the Dr. Dre video where they were playing beach volleyball and the guy comes up behind the girl and he, you That's know what I'm talking so about, bad. solitaire. Yeah. Yeah. So, and we all laughed at that, watched that video, said, oh, man, that's hilarious, whatever. And now look. But at now this. it's like, no. You're getting you're getting sued and stuff or whatever for that stuff. Um, last, Megan The Stallion did her first TV interview about the Tory Lane situation with Gail King. She oh, says yeah. Tory offered her and her friend, who's not her friend no more, a million dollars to keep quiet. And CBS also shared texts from that same former friend that she sent to Megan Security saying, "Help, Tory shot Meg." God knows when this is. Gail be King over. is a poor man's Oprah. Like, um, yeah. Why? <laughs> why? Why Gail King? Of all the people she could have given that interview to, she could have given it to some real hip hop journalist. Like, why couldn't it have been, um, dude, there, Sway? That would have been a better choice for her to go to and talk about this. Sway would have still been his journalistic self, but like, why Gail King? I don't like that. Don't know. Don't forget, she's in the she's in the she's in show business. This is you know I mean like this is ratings for her, but I don't know, man. I think this is in poor, in poor taste for uh, for people have for been saying even that that talk show the the real or the uh, one of those talk shows was saying uh, she should have waited at least until it was the whole situation was over and done with yeah, do a TV yeah. I'm surprised she's about talking it. about it now when the trial still has to go down and all that stuff so yep. 
that's in poor taste for her as well. Just before we wrap up, too, in on the topic of poor taste, we're not going to try to talk about the Will Smith thing much longer anymore anyways. But <laughs> Please. Um, <clears throat> what's her face there? The wife, um, Jada, Jada. Jada Pinkett Smith. She will be talking about it on her Red, Red Talk table. table show, whatever, whenever she gets back to it. I think it's just, yeah, exactly. Solitaire, what you just said. Exactly. What did he say? He kiss this teeth in disgust yeah. right yeah. explain so... to me why you find it disgusting solitaire because i think you're thinking the same way i am yo like fuck that she's gonna disrupt the man's healing first of all why are you making this i mean the yes the 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 joke was about you but i mean uh, it's in poor taste right yeah. it's in it's super poor taste it's like classless. let that shit yo he's your husband yes you're public figures but like Take a fucking step back and keep this shit to yourselves. Like, yeah, what is two, the two things I hate about it is that it's like she's monetizing it, trying mm-hmm. to take advantage of it too. And I don't feel like you should be talking about it publicly until a you've made proper amends to Chris Rock. And I think the only way it would be acceptable to me is if he agreed to be there for all of you to talk about it, instead mm-hmm. of it just being just you and your fucking kids or you and Will talking about it like that is disgusting fuck you jada pinkett smith on that seriously if if you convince chris rock to come on the show and then you guys all talk about it then i could accept that because at least then you're giving him his his opportunity to say his piece in whatever an intimate setting but it just looks like you're trying to profit off of a very bad thing that will did like I don't, you know, I'm done than, with the Smiths. I'm done with that family. More than a few people, more than a few people have said, yo, Jada's fucking toxic. Yo, she's fucking yeah. toxic. I'm like, yo, I don't know. I don't know anything about their personal life to say that. But her actions, mm-hmm. like, from what I'm seeing, and I mean, we're only seeing what was being shown on the media. But I'll tell you, what I've seen is pretty fucking damning. And it's, this thing, terrible... her doing this to me is like, yo... You, if you, if you, if everything that you guys are saying is like, this is real and this is real life and it's personal and it's like this, this, this hurt, like, yo, this isn't about celebrity. You don't need the publicity. Y'all are fucking fine. You're wealthy. Like, you'll be okay. Keep this shit to your fucking selves and heal. You guys are gross, man. You guys are fucking, I'm done with that family. Done with them. I don't know I've, if it's. I don't know if you know if it's him. I think it's her, man. I don't care. I don't care. I don't. I've never. Why are you done with Will? Why are you done with Will? I'm not done with Will. I'm. I'm kind of done. Well, I'm not done with Will. He's on a super hard timeout right now, though. He's yeah, like yeah, on. Yeah, he's on what the, he did. He's on the hardest of timeouts right now. But her and those Ute kids, I want nothing to do with them. <laughs> I don't know why you don't like the. You don't like the kids. <laughs> I never did like... from before. Remember, I was going to watch yeah. some TV show and then I saw the credits yeah. and I saw Jaden's name on it and I turned it off immediately. <laughs> <laughs> there was some netflix show that he was on and i heard people talking about it, it was like some hip-hop show or something and i was like okay let me check it out and once the credits started rolling as the show was starting and i They're saw like, it, it i saw jaden smith and i was like oh, oh. <laughs> turn tv <laughs> click off <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh yeah. oh well all right well um that's it. That's it. We made it through a little bit longer than we anticipated, but that's okay because it was some very interesting conversations and we haven't sat down and fucking talked around the, the you know, talked the, around the uh, the water fountain, the water cooler. We haven't had yeah. a water cooler chat for a while, so it was great catching up with y'all. Any last words? No. Nope. But when are we going to be back on the radio? Uh, we don't know. Okay, we don't know. Question. So we don't know. This will just continue on with the podcasting, but 
you know the old, if you've been listening for a while, you know the format of how we used to record this for the radio show. So we'll eventually probably be getting back to that, but we just don't know when. But we appreciate everyone that listens to the podcast. Thank you. We appreciate you. Please tell a friend. Yep. Absolutely. Good hello and good goodbye. We'll be back with y'all next week. Peace.